Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. My name is Dwayne Staten. I want to thank you for tuning in for another episode. This podcast is meant to help those toward the path of forgiveness for the ones who have been hurt, heartbroken, forever changed by something that was said or done to them, which changed their mindset, the course of their relationships, their future, and even their life in general. With this podcast, I speak about the lessons I have learned from forgiveness, and I give it to you, the audience. And today, I want to speak on something heavy. Forgiving your family. (laughs) I can hear a lot of people saying, oh, gosh, right now. And to be honest with you, as soon as I thought about this topic, I said the exact same thing. Now, we all know how family is. There are some families you're born into and you love with no issues. And others, well, y'all get the idea. (laughs) I love the video that Pastor Stephen Chandler of Destiny Church had, which said, family is built and not born. Now, when it comes to family, it can be a sore spot. But don't worry, you're not alone. We've all gone through things that our family has done that have hurt us, scarred us, changed us. Now, it may not have been on the same scale, but it has hit on the same note. I want to talk about the story of Jacob and Esau in the Bible. In the book of Genesis, chapters 25, 27, 32, and 33, their story is told. Jacob took his brother Esau's birthright over a bowl of stew. Jacob was in the kitchen cooking up stew and Esau was out hunting. And Esau was so hungry after hunting that he went to his brother and said, hey, give me your stew. Jacob was like, no, I'm not going to give you my stew. Esau was like, I'm hungry. Give me my stew. And Jacob said, okay. If you want this stew, give me your birthright. And in intense hunger, Esau said yes. So Jacob got his birthright. Jacob then stole his father's blessing from Esau. Now his father, Abraham, was dying. And Jacob passed himself off as his brother Esau and took his blessing from him. Now as the years passed, Jacob didn't see his brother for years. And as he is on a journey, one of his servants notices that Esau is heading toward him. And Jacob is afraid. He stole his brother's blessing and birthright. Of course, he's going to come and kill him. But when he met up with his brother, Instead of saying, I hate you, I want to kill you, I want to pay you back for everything that you have done to me. It said, then Jacob went on ahead. As he approached his brother, he bowed to the ground seven times before him. Then Esau ran to meet him and embraced him, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they both wept. Now, that's powerful to me because Esau got his birthright and his blessing stolen from his brother. 
Now, some are probably thinking, yeah, I would have killed them. I would have stole it right back. I would have done worse. But Esau put that aside, and he hugged his brother and embraced him. He forgave him. After all of what Jacob did to him, he decided that it was more important to reconcile with his brother. That's a powerful statement. I wonder how many of you have had something stolen or taken away from you, from a family member. How many of you wanted revenge or payback? How many of you forgave them? How many of you want to forgive? Let's go deeper with the story of Joseph forgiving his brothers. His story is told in the book of Genesis chapters 37 to 50. Now peep this. Joseph was the favorite out of all of his brothers. And of course his brothers didn't like it because he would flaunt it everywhere. He had the gift of dreams. And he told his brothers that one day they would all bow down to him. And that was the last straw. So his brothers said, you know what, let's take him to the woods. And we're going to kill him. That's a good idea. So they had planned to do it. Then it was like, no, no, no. Let's not kill him. Let's throw him into a well and just leave him there. We'll just say that an animal killed him. That's not any better. <laughs> but then they sold Joseph into slavery. And for years, Joseph was a house slave, a prisoner, the number two man in all of Egypt. It had come to happen that there was a famine and Joseph's brothers needed food, so they had to travel to Egypt to get some. Joseph recognized his brothers, but his brothers didn't recognize him. Joseph could have paid them back for everything that they did. He could have imprisoned them. He could have had them killed. He was the number two man in Egypt. But he chose not to. He chose to forgive them for everything that they had done, despite everything that they did to him. He decided to forgive them. He said, Don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. So don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. He forgave his brothers. His brothers plotted to kill him. Plotted to throw him in a well and ditch him. A lot of their own dad saying he died from wild animals. Sold him to slavery. Yet he forgave them. 
I want to ask you, how many people have had family members that have sold them out? Ditched them when they needed them, when you needed them the most? Plotted to hurt you? Or did hurt you physically, mentally, emotionally? You're not alone. Joseph chose to forgive his brothers. Esau chose to forgive his brother for all the things that they did. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying that it's a simple cakewalk. But it is something that you can do. It's something that we all have to do. As it says in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, is that if we do not forgive others, God won't forgive us. Now, I won't lie. I need God's forgiveness. If that means forgiving a family member that's hurt me to do so, I'll do it. And I did when I forgave my biological mother. It was something that I needed. And when I forgave, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. In the previous episode, I spoke to Aaron Coney, entrepreneur, and he told a story about how he forgave his brother and how he said he wanted to get the family all on one accord. And that's another thing that we should strive for. To get on one accord. Now... Writer Ed Chun said this, we don't wake up one morning in the mood to forgive and suddenly realize that the pain of our childhood is gone. Rather, we must make a choice to forgive. And when we make that choice, it releases the emotions which flows within us. Our therapeutic age has suggested that we feel our way into action. It is, in fact, just the opposite. Even in the face of emotional evidence to the contrary, we have the power to choose. The choice to forgive someone is a deliberate and purposeful act. It surveys the landscape of life, recognizes the full range of possibilities and consequences, and then makes a decision to forgive. Forgiveness isn't holding our nose, squeezing our eyes shut, uttering a prayer, and then jumping into a new reality because we believe this is what the Bible commands. That kind of forgiveness doesn't produce anything for anyone. To forgive is to make a choice to break the pattern. It takes everyone off the hook. And very often, that choice breaks multi-generational patterns and extends to the far future. How many of us want to break generational curses? How many of us want to break the cycles of unforgiveness? 
I know I do. And it all starts with a simple choice. Not a feeling or an emotion, but a choice to forgive. Jesus not only died for your sins, he died for everyone else's sins. So when others commit offenses against you, Jesus has already forgiven them. So shouldn't we be able to do the same? We shouldn't have to be in a forgiving mood. God is asking us to forgive them right away, which will keep the seeds of bitterness from taking root. Many families suffer in relationships, not because they don't want to love each other, but because they don't know how to forgive each, each other when the hurt comes. When we forgive, I want to ask you a question. How many of you feel like forgiving somebody? I'm guessing nobody's hands is raised. Forgiveness isn't an emotion. It's a choice. There are emotions of happy, sad, anger, and more emotions that branch off of those main three. But forgiveness is not one of them. Forgiveness is a choice that we must make every day despite how we feel. Because no one wakes up and says, you know what? I feel like forgiving somebody today. Let's go ahead and do that. No. Sometimes it takes a simple choice of waking up and saying, I have to forgive them. So let's do it. Sometimes it takes looking within ourselves, feeling that hurt, that anger. And still making that choice to forgive. Writer Corey Ellis says, children look to their parents first as role models. If we're unforgiving of relatives and others, our children will grow up with feelings of anger and resentment as well, causing difficulties in school, friendships, personal relationships, and all aspects of their lives. Even if you want to spend your life bottled down with feelings of anger, frustration, revenge, and resentment, you don't want the same thing for your little ones. If you can't let go and forgive family members for your own sake, do it for the sake of your kids. That's powerful to me because I don't want my kids to inherit my unforgiveness towards somebody else. Whether you didn't intend for it to happen. I don't want it to be passed down to my kids. Now, when you do forgive family members, it's like I've said before, we all have to pray and ask God if the relationship should be restored. Because there are times when we can forgive someone, but a relationship doesn't need to be restored. Like with my biological mother, I forgave her, but the relationship is no longer there. And I have peace with that. It may be that God wants to restore the relationship with that family member, and he will open up ways for you to do so. You must listen to God on what needs to happen for your own peace, for your own sanity, for your own joy, for your own healing, and for your freedom. 
we must forgive. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, you don't know what this person did to me. You don't know how it affected me. You don't know what they said to me. You don't know nothing. You're absolutely right. I don't know what they did. I don't know what what they said, and I don't know how it affected you. You're absolutely right. But I do know how anger can take over you. I know how the pain can affect your relationship with the people that you love and people around you. I know how it feels when you try to tell yourself to get over it, but you can't. I may not know the exact details, but I feel what you feel. As I said earlier, it may not have been on the same scale, but it's hit on the same note. Forgiving someone is a choice. I've said it before and I've said it again. We can't feel like doing it. We have to literally, deliberately make a choice to forgive. As I said before, it's not easy, but it is necessary. I want you all to receive your joy, your freedom, and your healing. I don't want you to be bogged down in anger, pain, sadness, depression. I want you to thrive. I want you all to thrive. Now, before I end this episode, you know, I always give you something to think about. I want you to get a sheet of paper and write this down. How did it make you feel when a family member hurt you? How did that hurt affect you? Has that affected your relationship with them? Has it affected your relationship with other members of the family? Do you see them differently? What would it look like to you to forgive them? What would it look like to your children for you to forgive them? What would it mean for you to forgive that family member? What would it mean to your kids if you forgave that family member? What what example would you set? I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate it on all platforms. Most importantly, share this with other people. We all have family issues. We all do. Don't let anyone fool you. So please share this with them. I want you all to have an amazing week. And remember that forgiveness is not letting what that person or people said or did to you affect you, your spirit, your future, or where you're going in life. And that it's not an excuse for or enabling someone's behavior, but not letting what that person or people did hold you back 
or keep you from being or grabbing all that God wants you to be or has for you. Have a good one.